Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Six hundred KZOL. My brothers and sisters, we've all turned up the radio. To hear brother Jimmy, Jimmy Lake, from coast to coast and shore to shore. Now raise your voice. Oh, let us all. Jimmy Lake, get out of bed. Jimmy Lake, raise your voice. Jimmy Lake, Lake, hey, can't live without it. With Jimmy Lake, Jimmy Lake. Is on now on 600 KCOL. All right, here we go. Welcome to the show. Second past uh, hour of the program. Almost that second half of the show, but that was just wishful thinking. Uh, but it is a Friday edition of the program, which means uh, open lines. Any uh, anything you want to talk about, fair game. Be in your bonnet, burr in your saddle. Feel free to jump in here. Anna from Greeley was just on the program. Great call, and uh, she she watched that speech last night. I guess with Joe Biden or watched this Democrat convention. And uh, thinks that the lines are clearly drawn in the sand as to what this election represents. Give me your thoughts. Uh, if you watched Joe Biden last night, uh, some it was interesting to watch the original Fox News commentators, Donna Brazil, why she's in the booth, I have no clue. Uh, Juan Williams, they sang the praises of it. Dana Perino again, just, oh, I thought it was poetic. And just, just kind of, a, I'm not impressed with Dana Perino as a commentator. She's uh, what the old phrase, milk toast. <laughs> I love Dana. She's been on the program many times. Uh, but I don't think she's doing her strongest work. As a matter of fact, I thought it was an overall a weak panel because, uh, uh, but Britt Hume actually said, uh, you know, it seemed like a 76-year-old trying to hold it together. And because I don't know how you look at that speech and say, what did you really say last night, Joe Biden? You didn't give specifics of of anything that uh, you, you said. Since March, I've been telling us how to solve the pandemic of the coronavirus. Really? Uh, anybody out there, you may be the biggest Joe Biden supporter out there. Could you tell us what Joe Biden has been touting since March? Those were his words <clears throat> as to how to solve the COVID-19 crisis. And he says if he gets elected, he'll start solving it next year. But I can't think of anything he's been proposing since March. A matter of fact, in uh, January, February, when President Trump said, hey, one of the ways to stop the coronavirus is to make sure that we stop people flying in from Wuhan and all over China. Let's uh, control our borders a little tighter. Uh, Joe Biden called that xenophobic. He called it racist. So I'd love for the media to somehow. But Joe Biden's not. You know, when's the last time Joe Biden took a question from the media? Uh, They should say, you said you've had this program since March. What is it? And he did touch on a little bit last night. He said, we're going to have improved testing. Well, one of the reasons we have more cases of the coronavirus is because we're testing everybody in the world for the coronavirus. And that's kind of like if you go to the public schools and do the genius test uh, on all the kids, you're going to find out you have more geniuses in your school district than you knew. But if you're not doing that test, uh, you're not going to know that they dwell among you. There's a lot of people that have the coronavirus, COVID-19, that are asymptomatic. So he says he's going to have improved testing and rapid results. Well, 
I had a family member called me up the other day, said I, the doctor thought maybe I should go get tested, got tested, I'm negative. I said, how long do the results take? Two or three days? They said, by the time I got home. I mean, they said it'd be by maybe half a day. It was like two hours. And um, I said, oh, okay. Uh, so we already have that. He says, we're going to get the supply chain out of China. Well, okay. That's already being worked on. And by the way, I think if you have to recall that the, one of the reasons a lot of our supply chain for medical supplies went to China is because uh, under Barack Obama's Obamacare, there was a medical device tax that went into place. And so medical devices had a different taxation. So a lot of manufacturing of anything that was remaining in the United States went overseas because Obama and Biden decided to tax it. So watching his speech last night, I was the, the, the content I thought was uh, full of fabrications and uh, mistruths. And I didn't think he, he was all that eloquent. I, I think he did fine, but it just looked like it was not... For a man who's been in politics for 40 or 50 years, it seems like he'd be more natural on the stump. And I think he was when he was younger. But I also think he would probably, um, well, he, when he starts talking about shovel-ready jobs and we're going to fix our infrastructure, how many years have they been talking about fixing our infrastructure? Uh, that was part of the 2008 uh, debacle or the 2008 proposal of, uh, of, of Barack Obama. We, we Give me this money and we're going to have shovel-ready jobs and here. Uh, Joe Biden has recycled that. So feel free to jump in. Uh, Anna and Greeley summed it up and said it's good versus evil, and uh, she thinks that Donald Trump's on the side of good. Your thoughts? If, if, if you thought that they persuaded anybody uh, this week or, or not, let me know. 866-888-5449. 866-888-5449. I got, oh, by the way, Anna also, she disagrees. And, and I find this study to be somewhat suspect. That 88% of women say, 88% of women say men who wear a face mask are sexier. Does anybody believe that? Men who wear a face mask are sexier. Yeah, this is probably a good time. Uh, okay, if you listen to the program for very long, you know that we have a Brother Leroy who leads the Jimmy Lakey Mask Choir. And early this morning, I said I, he had sent over and said, Jimmy, I worked on this in my studio uh, his own studio, and he he has a new parody as a quarantines collection, quarantunes collection, and uh, so yeah, ladies, I want to hear from you. Is this true? Eighty eight percent of women say men who wear face mask in public are sexier than men who do not. I'm not sure who these women are, but if you're a woman who thinks a man wearing a face mask is sexier than a man who does not wear a face mask. Please alert me. I'd love to hear from you. By the way, before I get to Brother Leroy's parody, uh, I went to lunch yesterday uh, with my son, kind of a late afternoon, or early afternoon lunch, and walked into a place, and I, I usually, when needed, I have a little face mask in my pocket. And I went into this restaurant, and my son actually happened to have his one in his pocket. I walked in, and the manager at the counter said, do you have a face mask, sir? You need to cover your face. I said, I don't have one. It's in the car, but I didn't like his attitude, so I decided, I said, I don't have one. He said, well, could you at least pull your shirt up and uh, uh, pull your shirt up and cover your face? you got to have something on your face. And I looked at him, and I really thought about hiking up my shirt around my waistband so that he had to look at my bare chest because I knew he'd be jealous. <laughs> but nevertheless, I decided not to. I pulled half-heartedly my shirt around the collar, kind of over a lip, and I said, okay. And at that point, I, I won't tell you the restaurant, but it was, it was a chain restaurant, and we had just gone inside to grab a um, uh, grab some food to go, and uh, my son was gonna had an event to go to, and he's gonna take it with him. So anyway, I was not very impressed, and I, I didn't mind. I understand the guys, you know, checking his boxes, but his attitude—you got barking, and I'm like, okay, we're done with you. 
Uh, yeah, so that was my experience yesterday with the mask. I will carry one with me out of a courtesy. Uh, for those of you that feel like you need to wear one, I, I put in one with me as a courtesy, but I didn't like him barking at me. Sir, any chance you might have a mask in the car or something? You need to have one. That, that's different. This guy was angry. He was an angry jack wagon. Uh, probably power hungry. First time in his life he's ever felt power behind a cash register. And so, um, I, God bless him. I won't go back to that place for a while. No, I'm not going to tell you the name of the place. All right, here it is. 88% of women say men who wear face mask mask are sexier when they wear them in public than men who don't wear them in public. Brother Leroy, I can't believe I'm going to play this song that you put together. Uh, it's a parody of the old song by Right Said Fred. Anybody remember? I'm too sexy for my shirt. It's one of my mottos, one of my theme songs in life. And ladies and gentlemen, two, three, four. I'm too sexy for this mask. You know why I wear this mask so you don't have to ask. I'm too sexy for my mask. I have to wear a mask or my life might be trashed. I have Paisley's printed on my mask and my protections the talk of the town now. They're all jealous of my flu mask. It's a fashionable mask protecting my ass. I'm too sexy to get ill. Too sexy to get ill. My filtered air gives them thrills. I'm too sexy for the flu. All right, there you are. Too sexy for the flu. All right, are you calling the Wuhan flu? 88% of women say men who wear a mask are sexier than men who don't wear a mask. All right, if you want to jump in, 866-888-5449. Uh, what else do I have? Coming up on the program, if you've been watching what's happening in California, they have some fires that are burning, just like we do in Colorado. And there's also some rolling blackouts. The infrastructure, uh, the the electric grid in, Cal- in California is on the brink. It's about to crash, and people are trying to figure out, uh, being told to make backup plans, or being told to get their food safe. I mean, there's just all sorts of disaster happening in California. It happens every year that there would be a um, an infrastructure crash, electrical grid crash in California, but especially with the fires getting taxed, a lot of folks are having to make emergency preparedness. And I want to talk to a guest in the next segment of the show named Daniel Turner. And he basically says, what you're watching happen in California is what happens when a Green New Deal passes. Now, this is what Kamala Harris and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez stand for. And this is what I think Jared Polis, our governor in Colorado, would love to see. Uh, but you can see the fruit of these radical environmentalist endeavors happening in California that when these fires start to come or when the electrical grid gets taxed a little bit, they have to do rolling blackouts. And so Daniel Turner says, beware America, beware Colorado. What we have in California could be coming to you. And what we have in California, what they have in California is really just an example of what the radical environmental policies of the Green New Deal uh, would bring about. By the way, anybody, I, I, I'm a glutton for punishment. I was up late last night. I watched the Democrat uh, convention last evening, some commentating. It was taped, pre-recorded. I fast-forwarded some things, zipped around uh, way up past my bedtime, but I had to do it for you, the listening audience. Uh, but So I, I'm a glutton for punishment, and I watch this thing. Another thing that I watch on a regular basis is Governor Jared Polis's Facebook and social media feed. And earlier this week, as the Cameron Peaks fire and some other fires, the Glenwood Canyon fire, were burning around Colorado, it would leave it to Governor Polis to decide that he's going to politicize or never let a crisis go to waste, as he was taught by, um, I guess, his lord and savior and idol, Barack Obama and Rahm Emanuel. 
uh, he said, he said, it's, basically, if I recall the context, he said, this is our first 100 degree day in Colorado, and Colorado is now on fire. First 100 degree day in 2020, officially, and Colorado is now on fire. We must stop this climate change. And I'm thinking, we're in late August, and we only have one 100-degree day officially in Colorado. And once it hits that, you say, oh, talk, cue the talking points. 100-degree day must mean climate change, as if for years and years, generation after generation, Colorado has not had a handful of 100-degree days. It's not the, it's an exception. It's not the rule, but we have several 100-degree days. And I thought maybe we could talk about climate cooling that we're just now in late August and just now hitting our first 100-degree day. So anyway, I just found it interesting if you if, if you if you don't watch Jared Polis's social media feed and I would advise you not if you want to keep your um, acid reflux down and your blood pressure down don't watch it but uh, that's what he said he basically used the Glenwood Canyon fire and the Cameron Peaks fire and all the other fires uh, to bring about his agenda so my next guest in the next segment of the show says that you you got to be careful because the, the the things that they're proposing in Colorado the things that Kamala Harris would like to have in America are the things that are on display in California and that's the end result is not not good all right 866-888-5449 my facebook page facebook.com slash jimmy lakey fan page always love to hear from you next week is the republican convention and we can talk about what that's going to look like and what you would suggest if any of you watch that if you have suggestions for the republicans on how they can make their convention a little better always love to hear from you and you can give your suggestions supposedly the republicans are going to do a lot of their convention in person socially distanced of course and i still don't understand why joe and jill and kamala and uh, her husband did not walk out last night and make the speech if you watched it they made the speech in he made his speech indoors in a silent arena it took about five to ten seconds for the applause cans applause to happen they all come out and fake wave at the zoom calls and all this stuff it was a it was just really a silly thing and then they put on their muzzles or their mask and they headed outside and stood on a stage outside where a lot of folks had gathered a lot of folks had gathered outside in their cars and were honking and flashing their lights and um it was uh, it was it was a really cool little display, I thought, by by outside. But why Joe Biden didn't give his speech outside, I have no clue. Because it seems like there might have been a little bit more energy on it, but it, uh, it there wasn't. It was very just kind of a bizarre. Uh, why why not give the speech outside? Instead, they came and stood on the stage, fully masked, distance from the entire crowd, and yet they had their mask on. Fireworks blew up overhead. They waved like politicians wave, and they headed back in. And I don't think Joe Biden or Kamala Harris have uh, hugged or sh- shaken each other's hand during this t- entire process. I think it's a lot of virtue signaling. But again, why do you think Joe Biden didn't give his speech outdoors last night? as opposed to giving it indoors. It's uh, very strange to me. All right, if you're a praying person, you might want to say a prayer for a missing ranger at Horsetooth Reservoir <clears throat> late Thursday night in the early Friday morning. Uh, they're searching for a missing ranger. About 9 p.m. Thursday, Poudre Fire Authority responded to a water emergency on the northeast side of the regist- uh, reg- reservoir. In a series of tweets, the Poudre Fire Authority said one person later identified as a ranger was unaccounted for and a search was underway a search by the pooter fire authority larimer county sheriff's officials and larimer county rangers initially focused on the area near the rotary park parking lot on the east shore of the reservoir 
Uh, just after 11 p.m., the agency tweeted that the crews were conducting primary and secondary searches of both water and east and west shorelines. And Poudre Fire Authority spokesperson late last night said the search for the ranger did start on land and then it moved to the reservoir. Three drones were... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Participating overnight in the search, and they were grounded to make way for a Denver Police Department helicopter, which provided additional light for the search. At about 1124, they had the lights of the helicopter out still searching for the missing rangers. Uh, the missing ranger at the Horsetooth Reservoir. Crews were also on boats searching the reservoirs with spotlights still at about 11.30 p.m. Larimer County Search and Rescue is also assisting with the water search, uh, but they stayed in boats and they have not yet entered the water as of midnight last night, according to the Coloradoan. As of 1.15 this morning, uh, uh, Poudre Fire Authority remained on the scene to assist in a continued search for the missing ranger, and some units were released, according to a tweet, Poudre Fire Authority also using a department drone with infrared technology to help in the search. And further updates are going to be coming today from the Larimer County Sheriff's Office. As of 3 a.m., the last update we had, Pooter Fire Authority posted to Twitter that the units had cleared the scene. Other uh, uh, crews were remaining on the scene to search in the next few hours. So a search is ongoing at Horsetooth Reservoir for a missing ranger. And our prayers for um, uh, for for good results here. So that's that's your breaking news uh, from Northern Colorado Horsetooth Reservoir. Uh, by the way, speaking of Horsetooth, on a more pleasant note, who was out of the Donald Trump caravan, the Donald Trump boat parade yesterday? If you made it out there, love to hear. I have not yet found how many people attended. I have not yet seen the good results of that, but I do know I received a lot of invites to be on several boats, and I said, um, yeah. I'm not going to go on boats with total strangers. Sorry, I I know what people that know me would do to me on a boat. They'd toss me overboard, and so I decided I'm, I'm not going to go. And so I didn't go. But if you went on the if you were on the boat parade yesterday, always love to hear from you. How did it go, and how many people were there? Uh, latest numbers on the Cameron Peak fire is it has grown to nearly sixteen and a half thousand acres. Sixteen and a half thousand acres. And by the way, you make any rain last night? I know some friends in the high country said, I got rain, I got rain. And then the next thing you know, I had a little bit of rain last about five minutes at the Lakey Cottage. Uh, and some other people messaged me, said, Lakey, you said to pray for rain. We've been praying for rain and doggone it. It's working out. Well, we got to pray for more rain. You need a little bit more than that, but a little bit. Some of you got some showers last night. All right, here's my number, 866-888-5449. Why do you think that Joe Biden did not make his speech outside? He managed to stand outside. There was a crowd outside. Uh, could it be that he couldn't concentrate the way he needed to? If you watch that speech, nonverbals were that he was really having to put his full energy to pull that speech off, and I think the crowd would have been a distraction for him. That's just my thought. Watch yours. Why not give the speech outside if you're going to go stand and wave outside? 866-888-5449. 600 KCOL. Baby, ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley. Everybody got- 
Okay, big plans for the weekend. It's Friday. Um, always a different feel here. The Lake Entertainment Towers on a Friday. First of all, the uh, uh, staff of the Lake Entertainment Towers, the hipster youth, and the uh, Delilah in there, they're always on their best behavior. Although you're all a little groggy this morning. <clears throat> Uh, well, I am, too, because I was up way late last night watching uh, uh, Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, uh, just perform that speech last night that I just thought was very peculiar. And is anybody else, I didn't hear any commentator on the news show uh, say, if you're able to go out and stand on a stage, socially distance the people sitting in their cars, why not give your speech out there uh, so you're not giving a speech in, into um, an empty arena? I didn't get that. I don't understand it. I think it was a, and the only thing I can think of why you wouldn't give the speech outside, number one, you're afraid people are going to honk their horns. But you could have sat him out in chairs, and I mean, there's ways to put people in front of a live crowd. I think they really thought maybe Joe Biden would get distracted if there were people in the room, and they were glad to have an excuse to not have him out uh, with distractions to where he could totally focus on that teleprompter. I mean, there's no reason uh, why he he went out on the stage and waved, (laughs) fireworks popping overhead, and uh, oogled and gawed and stuff like that, but um, that's just weird. I, I didn't understand that. If you can explain it, feel free to do so. Uh, but unfortunately, next week, I hear the Republicans are going to actually do some stuff in front of a live audience, as opposed to all these videos that look like they're hostage videos. Uh, that's what they look like. All right. Now, welcome to the show, everybody. And I hope you have, have great plans for the weekend. If you want to jump in this morning, anything is fair game, any topic. This is the day that you pick the course of the conversation. If you think I haven't covered something, uh, you're welcome to tell me about that. If there's a, a new take on it, maybe just want to comment something you heard earlier this week and you never got to it. 866-888-5449-866-888-5449. I often tell you that our governor, Governor Polis, has a case of California envy. Uh, he stands in the news in front of his news um, television shows, and he takes notes, reads uh, news, and says, wow, Gavin Newsom got away with this. California got away with this. How can I do this? type of policy in Colorado. He's got a man crush, I think, on Gavin Newsom and the politicos of California. And uh, Jared Polis wants us to become California. He really does. Uh, Daniel Turner is the founder and executive um, director of Power the Future, a national nonprofit organization that advocates for American energy jobs. Uh, you've seen him on Fox and Friends, Varney and Company, Cavuto, uh, Coast to Coast, Tucker Carlson, Kennedy. And I'm sure to that list, he'll be adding the Jimmy Lakey show. <clears throat> I'm sure that's going to happen. They'll be right up there on the list. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Daniel Turner on the hotline. Daniel, welcome into Colorado, sir. How are you? It is an honor to be on your show. Like any time I get to share these ideas with the American people. So thank you for having me on, Jim. I, I want to be. Right, I want my name listed right before Tucker Carlson and Kennedy, but that's just my preference. I'm sure I'll be listed in the PS footnote <laughs> section of the of the program. Uh, Daniel, let me ask you here. Uh, we're watching in California. Colorado's got our own wildfires going right now, so we're kind of uh, focused here. Uh, but Cal- Colorado's got our wildfires. California's got a lot of wildfires, and because of that, and th- with the heat. Uh, the electric grid there is really being taxed and rolling uh, blackouts are uh, in stake for a lot of folks there. And your your comments are this, that uh, this is the Green New Deal or this is green energy at work. And as uh, you have Kamala Harris and other people saying we have to have more green energy, uh, the experiment is not working very well in California and they want to export, export it to places like Colorado. Uh, that's a great point. Um, Colorado really is like the step two of the of the radical green agenda. California being the 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 beginning of this experiment, and then it moves to Colorado. And if you and your fellow citizens look 
to the West and see what's happening there, you should really be alarmed. I have nothing against green energy in terms of technology. I think it's fascinating. I hate that we subsidize it, right? I don't think it actually plays in the fair market. But I'm not, looking, I'm, not, I'm not here to beat up green energy at all. But I will point out that when you go green right now, you are putting people at risk because mathematically, just in terms of physics, green energy cannot does not produce the same amount of power that we consume. And when that happens, there are blackouts, brownouts, and people suffer. California is experiencing that, and we are witnessing it. Yeah, our governor desperately wants us to be California. Matter of fact, I've often wondered if we, we would one day be named as East L.A. here in, uh, the, in the area. <laughs> it seems like that's where we're headed. Uh, let me ask you about California, because, again, I often have guests here from California, and people say, why do you have that guest on from California? I said, because you've got to pay attention in Colorado, what's happening in California. I want to ask you this question. We'll come back after the break, and you can respond. It's this. In California, when these rolling blackouts hit, uh, is it, are the elites, the Hollywood Hills types, are they affected by this? Or, or is it the common folks that are experiencing the full brunt and the impact of these rolling blackouts and the failure of green energy agenda in California? Let Daniel Turner respond to that when we return on News Talk 600 KCOL. Everybody stick around. I think you um, maybe you can kind of guess the answer, but somebody gets left behind. Not everybody gets affected to the same degree uh, when these green new policies are affected and then they fail. We'll talk about it on the other side. News Talk 600 KCOL. Got an opinion? Call now. 866-888-5449. All right, here I am. I'm Jimmy. I'm happy to be your uh, radio host here on a Friday morning edition of the radio show. If you're listening to this show any other day besides Friday, it's because it's a rerun or because it's a best of. We don't really call them that around here. And <laughs> or here on the iHeartRadio app, listen to the uh, listening to the Lakey Effect podcast where all of my shows go up there to be archived uh, for you to make fun of. All right. So they're all there. The Lakey Effect podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Let me bring back into the conversation, if I may, Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future national nonprofit that advocates for American energy jobs. Uh, and our topic here is, as you watch out for Kamala Harris and uh, all the things that have happened uh, under the Democrat Party that she's a part of in California, that's going to come to Colorado if we're not careful. Uh, Daniel, I've asked you the question before we head into the break. It's I'm guessing that if you're up in the Hollywood Hills or out in your Brentwood estate in California, you're not really affected. When the rolling blackouts uh, hit you, you have other alternatives out there. I'm guessing it's going to be somebody who doesn't have the pocketbooks to have those other alternatives. Talk about who is affected when these rolling blackouts hit California because of green energy failure. You know, that's a great point. And there, you see all these government programs all the time to put solar panels on your roof and, and do your part, et cetera. And they all have startup costs, right? It is not free to make your house, quote-unquote, green. Um, so who has a good $15,000, which is roughly the national average? Who has $15,000 in spare cash to put extra solar panels on their house? Not the middle class, certainly, and definitely not the poor. So you're absolutely right. When these rolling blackouts happen, 
the ones who are affected are the ones who don't have redundancy, don't have backup systems, and that's your average people or your lower-income people. They are the ones who suffer. I guarantee you the governor's mansion, and I guarantee you the wealthy have uh, backup systems or they have green systems that are independent, or like a lot of them, they have diesel generators, and they're not very green, but boy, oh boy, do they work. Yeah, they have those. I've known some people that say, hey, I I know so-and-so, and and, uh, they'll name drop someone and say, yeah, they're always big uh, protesting about the carbon footprint, but uh, they've got a couple of diesel generators at their house, and uh, uh, they're ready to rock and roll in that big mansion. And I always laugh at the hypocrisy of that. (laughs) That, That's their backup plan are the diesel generators. But God bless them. God love them for that. I would have one if I needed it, or I I don't think I need one, but I don't even even know what the cost is. Maybe I can't afford one. I'm not sure. Uh, Daniel Turner, let me ask you this question. Um, You say, and I know you've talked about this on other shows, that this isn't just about affecting the poor and people can't afford redundancy in their uh, in their electric grid and their power supply this is really a national security risk if kamala harris becomes the pseudo vice president of the united states maybe the president uh, because joe biden may not know what day it is half the time if she starts having influence in our energy policy uh, this could really put our national security at risk this is not hyperbole this is real uh, help us understand this yeah, and it's a great point, and, and there are two aspects of it. On the first, look at how quiet the Middle East has been for the most part in the last couple of years, right? Wasn't it common that there were always skirmishes in the Straits of Hormuz? That became a household term, right? There was always some sort of problem in the Persian Gulf, and the reason why is because the billions of barrels of oil that flowed through there, America needed some of that, but we don't anymore, right? So the Middle East, we can kind of from a distance say, hey, sorry about your troubles, guys, but we are out of this. There there were lots of people who used to say no blood for oil. Let's say we agree with them right now. Well, you know what we don't have to do anymore? Blood for oil, because we have our own oil. Now, on the second back end of that, which is the scary part of the Green New Deal, the green technology currently, 95% of it is manufactured in China. Wind turbines, solar panels are manufactured. 95% of them are manufactured overseas in China. If China withheld medicine and N95 masks during the pandemic to use it as a bargaining chip in, in trade negotiations, what will China do to America when our electric grid is tinkering? Right? Wind turbines only last 10 years. Solar panels last 8 to 10 years. They need to be replaced. Is China really going to turn over the spare parts and the replacement and, and the upkeep of these panels, or are they going to put us under their thumb? We know the answer to that question. Uh, Daniel Turner, founder, executive director of Power of the Future, national nonprofit organization advocating for American energy jobs. Last quick question for you, Daniel. We'll run short on time here. Uh, but uh, if you're an energy producing state such as California, excuse me, Colorado, uh, such as Pennsylvania, uh, you got to really should be paying attention to this uh, Democrat ticket of uh, B- Biden versus Harris because your future and your jobs actually are at risk if they win. Absolutely. I mean, we're talking about 15 million Americans across the country. In Colorado, there are probably 350,000 of them who work in this industry. And they, their spouses, their parents, their kids, if they're a voting age, they need to know that if Biden-Harris wins, their job is on the line. Biden has said we're going to create these green jobs. You know who also said that? Obama. And show me the green jobs. Show me the millions of green jobs that were created. They don't exist. But what we do have right now are millions of energy jobs. 
They are American. They are in rural communities. They support our country. They keep us independent and free. And those jobs are on the line in this election. Uh, Daniel Turner, if someone wants to follow or learn more about Power of the Future, your national nonprofit uh, that advocates for American energy jobs, where do they learn more? Powerthefuture.com. Check us out. And thank you so much for having me on, Jimmy. It means a lot. Daniel, I'd love to have you back on in the future. I appreciate your time and a good guest. Thank you very much. Powerthefuture.com. Powerthefuture.com. All of you out there in the oil fields today, or maybe those of you who are still unemployed because of the uh, pandemic, scandemic shutdown, powerthefuture.com. I'll come back here in just a moment. It's an open line Friday edition of the program. Jimmy Lakey is my name. Everybody stand by. Got a little history lesson coming up in the next segment. And your calls, 866-888-5449. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.